Welcome everybody to the One A Week Podcast. I'm Matthew. And I'm Jonas. So this week we're going to be talking about the Deerhoof album released in 2020 called Future Teenage Cave Artists. It's like, it's hard to put a genre on it, but the one that most people do is like, it's called Noise Pop because it's like, it's got all pop music elements, but it's definitely a lot more experimental and there's a lot more like crazy rhythms. How would you describe it? Well, like when I read about it, it was described as like noise pop punk because there's like thematically speaking, it does it doesn't fit like the profile that I usually prescribe to like a, a punk album because I think of that as like louder, more like banging. Uh, but it's like thematically speaking was still very like know anti-establishment i guess yeah i mean i'm it's that, that's what i really kind of like about the record a lot is you can't like put like a label on it you can't be like well this is like pop music they like did their own thing for sure yeah and that's something i really like about the band and i'll probably discuss this a little bit later but they're they have such a unique sound but if you hear it you like know it's them like they they fit a bill but it's their own bill so i'm cool with that i don't know about you i definitely think for any band i think originality carries uh big time even if i'm not as big of a fan on like the music itself if i think like oh this is distinct i'm gonna be a lot more uh up on my opinion for it because i think like oh well they were trying something at least yeah, and it's like impressive because they've been together since 1994, which is insane. Ex- experimental bands don't stick around too long. Like, just shot in the dark, Death Grips. They've only been around like <laughs> 10 years. Yeah. And it feels like they've been around forever, but they've been around since like the early 90s. And to make the type of music you do for that long, it's impressive. I'm curious. I, I this was, I heard about this album when it came out last year. Um, but I had not heard of Deerhoof prior to that. Had you? Um, I had heard the. I had heard of their. I don't know when it came out, but their album called Breakup Song. I had heard about it. I had never. That was. I wasn't super into like weird music yet, so I had to convert. But um, I know they've been making music for a long time. The band was actually started by the drummer, which is unique. Oh, that's cool. In San Francisco, the drummer was like, you know what, let's make noise punk. And they kept at it for 26 years. Has it been like, from what you've researched, have they been doing the same kind of thing? I'm sure every album probably has its own distinct feel. But yeah. like, they've stuck in that vein. But from, yeah, from what I've read, it's been pretty like it's been like noise but like more poppy and punky than just like noise music so i do think they've had a consistent style at least i don't know if the the sound has always been the same but definitely Mm -hmm. the style so um i guess just getting into since i picked that getting into what i really liked about it um definitely i've already mentioned its sound is nuts it's unique um there's like crazy like riffs that are in like weird time signatures and it'll change every like three seconds it'll like just switch up on you suddenly but i just and like the first time i listened to it that full album experience not knowing any track names not knowing what i was getting into 
will not be matched at any other time from what I've listened. Like, I still like it as much, but that initial listen of just letting it all come over you because some tracks end suddenly and some tracks bleed into other tracks, but some tracks feel like they end suddenly in the middle of them and switch to a whole other musical idea, but they don't, which keeps me very interested the whole time because I don't know what's going to happen. And like you said, the lyrics are very anti-establishment and they they almost feels like sort of hopeless. Like, and the album is called Future Teenage Cave Artists, so it feels like we have to regress to an art form of old to deal with the new. And there's a lot of like very pessimistic lyrics on the whole thing. Obviously, it's not completely hopeless. There's some like there's some light at the end of the tunnel for some parts of it. But overall, it's like, it's like, yeah, the state of things are kind of pretty bad right now. Yeah. And hard agree, if you ask me. Um, I, to be honest, I just kind of, when hearing the themes and like the title of the album, I assumed it would be like, uh, kind of like a, a restarting in terms of like, I guess, it, when you think about like, if they're anti-establishment, it would be like, oh, we have to start all over. But when you say that about like regressing, I guess that makes a little bit more sense because there's like the, um, like the third to last track, no, the second to last track, uh, damaged eyes squinting into the beautiful overhot sun, yeah. where they talk about like traveling into the earth, mm. which, you know, like caves because cave artists. So I guess that makes sense. Um, it's not so much about starting over as it is regressing. Like maybe we've gone too far, and I think that there's definitely probably some matching there with like the album art is like the the cave artist but like with the the phone as the eyes like uh so there's probably like some themes of like oh we've progressed farther than we were supposed to and there's like nature themes on the album too right like the um the new orphan asylum for spirited deer children track five um which is about like talking about the 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 lead singers talking about like her children being her bambies so like you know animals so uh yeah probably more about like regressing back as a necessity than starting over yeah i mean um it's like like and this is just like my own thoughts but like we've become a lot more primal at least in our ideologies mm -hmm it's definitely more polarized and i'm sure Deerhoof, that's what they were going for because i don't know if this album started as a response to like the whole covid thing it feels like it didn't because there's a lot going on but i'm sure that influenced a lot of the uh, i i when reading about it this album was recorded the band was not together they were all in separate spots it was recorded entirely on phones and laptops which fits into the thematic component which is really cool and it was obviously recorded amidst like quarantining and, and, and isolating because they weren't together. Um, so I definitely think that that has a lot to do with it. You know, a lot of bands had like their quarantine album and this was that, but like in its own very own way. Yeah, I don't like, I can't imagine how hard it is to make music like this when you're with other band members. <laughs> yeah. So making all these like crazy like stopping and starting and complex rhythm type stuff by sending audio files to one another 
has got to be insane, but they figured it out somehow. And um, it comes together really well. I mean, like, it... No, it, it flows. Yeah. yeah, it's, like, super chaotic, but it, it, like, all feels, like, kind of lightning in a bottle, but thought out, like, planned. Yeah. It's, like, there's so much crazy inspiration, but they had it all I've written down or planned yeah. out or something and managed to bring that passion and that creativity to the forefront while also creating a holistic album experience. I um I also gotta say, I did not look up her name, which is terrible of me. But the lead singer, uh, her vocals at on my first listen, I was like, Yeah, I don't I don't know about this, but I mean, I listened multiple times throughout the week and by like my second or third listen, I was like, no, wait, I'm super on board with these vocals. They're like, they complement it so well. Oh yeah, the vocals for me were always really good because sometimes, because there's like multiple vocalists, I think. And she, I remember really enjoying the stuff that she did. And um, it was like, like her singing is like unique because she has like an accent and her name is Satomi Matsuzaki. Um, she's like 40 something, which is 40 year olds making crazy noise, pop punk music. I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be that cool when I'm 40. I'm not that cool now. Like, <laughs> and it's going, it's already downhill. So, um, I just, I, I have to say that like going into an, cause like, with the last week, I was like, well, I kind of have an idea of what to expect. Because yeah. it was like a folk music. And yeah. nothing wrong with that. And I enjoyed it. But with this, I was like, I don't know what I'm getting into. I've just heard that it's good. And yeah. that's all I had to go on. <laughs> and I was I was definitely blown away. Um, some notable moments, I'll say, are the opening track, for sure. Yeah. That one kind of slaps. When and she comes on with the... Try my sci-fi. Oh man, that's so good. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of standout melodies and stuff, and there's so many melodies because they just be switching up. Yeah. But then sometimes it'll like it'll switch up to a different melody, and then come right back to that old melody that was there, which I think is, I th they call those motifs. So, this is an album definitely of motifs, and um, the loved one I really like, cause it's like. It's like a little slower, but it's like it's like big. It feels like a really big song. Like the first the first two are very good, but they're like they're like electric and they kinda like shoot through you. The loved one kinda like takes you back and like cause it's, it slows you down. You need like a little you need to chill out before you get to the more crazy stuff that comes later in the album. So I just and making a comment on track placement, I think that's really good. But there's like highlights all throughout, and like the first half of the album felt a lot more like high energy chaotic, and yeah. the second half is a lot more subdued. Yeah, and it feels like a little bit more like I feel like that's probably definitely on purpose if we're mm -hmm. talking about the like going back into the earth as it starts like, oh, we're out in the open while everything's crazy and happening uh and then like as we go on it gets quieter as we get like farther into the earth and more on our own so that's probably 
probably intentional. Yeah, and I imagine. I remember when I was I listened to it the first time. My first thought was, the first half is the Wild West, and the second half is Phantom of the Opera. I don't know why I thought that, because the second half is more piano heavy. There's a lot more pianos going on, but especially with the final closing instrumental, I was oh, like, so good. oh yeah, this is Phantom all the way, because like it goes from like that. The, the penultimate track which is like super bright guitar melodies and then boom melancholy piano <laughs> instrumental yeah, it comes out of like nowhere it feels like yeah so I that that's that goes back into my point of that bombastic out there creativity but also that very measured and thoughtful organization of everything yeah which good albums have that he didn't know. <laughs> All right. Do you want to get into? Do you have any favorite tracks or least favorite tracks you want to talk about? Um, favorite tracks definitely the opener. Um, a lot more standouts would be "Sympathy for Baby Boo," "New Orphan Asylum for Spirited Dear Children," "Zazit Fraction Anthem," "Farewell Symphony," "Reduce Kill." And damaged eyes. You've splitting. listed nearly every track. I, know. I love <laughs> this album. This yeah. album's great. For for reference, uh, upon our first listen, um, we we played it on physical, um, and I was like, you know, I gotta listen to it again before I get any opinions. Matthew stood up, and I believe the direct quote, pardon my language, was, "Holy shit, that was so good!" Like, like he was immediately on board. Yeah, I was. I was enthralled. I yeah. was really enthralled. Yeah. Very few albums will have me hooked all the way through. Yeah. And I've not liked it less after multiple listens. Yeah. I just... I... Okay, but I've been talking a lot. How about you give your favorite track? <laughs> Alright, so for me, my favorite tracks were uh, Farewell Symphony and New Orphan Asylum for Spirited Dear Children. Um, I really liked Farewell Symphony because... Uh, it's it's like um compared to hayden's farewell symphony that's why like farewell is in quotation marks i believe yeah um and according to genius lyrics which you know a little bit it's a little bit simple of a source i guess but whatever um it's they like use that as a as a comparison because they're trying to say that um the same way that like music is forever and like will last forever life in some way will also last forever regardless of i believe how bad things get um so i thought that was a really cool like comparison but the real reason i picked farewell symphony uh symphony was like that ending like where it's like oh, yeah. mellow and they just like have the guitar do like the chord strike like oh yeah oh my gosh that like blew my mind um and then I like New Orphan Asylum for Spirited Dear Children just because I think that it's like a really cool, like it's a really cool analogy. Uh, but I also just like the line where, like the closing line where they say, um, I, I gotta like, I gotta look up the line because I don't want to, I don't want to botch it. Um, um, I mean, I do really like that lyrically. I mean, don't yeah. kill my bambies and their parents are yeah. still alive. The hardest part was knowing that both parents were still alive. And like they were saying that like, they're orphans because they can't like coexist with their parents and what their parents believe because they're a part of what is tearing them down like yeah. that was super cool it's a really cool theme yeah um f 
for least favorite tracks, I don't really have any. I wrote Zazie because it just was the one that stuck with me the least. Yeah. But I don't, like, have any, like, specific complaints about it. It was just the one that I was, like, eh, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, do you want to do you want to get into grades? Um, yeah, sure. I think for me. For me. Mm-hmm. Probably a solid A. This Overall, I know this. it's week two, and I'm already giving out A's. Yeah. But like, I don't, I, I, I can't do this album wrong. I yeah. can't. Um, I don't want you to hate me when I say this, but I, th- I think I'm, I'm going C plus. Okay. I mean, it wasn't bad. I believe, you know, like to define my terms, I believe C and above. Well, like C is pretty average. C plus is slightly above average, and then you you know go from there. Yeah. Because I don't by any means think this was a bad album, um, but is it something that I would necessarily turn on while I'm sitting around all the time? No. Sometimes yes, but it's it's not necessarily what I'd always be looking for. But I I respect the hell out of it. I think it was a very creative album. Yeah. Yeah, there are like albums like that. Like, yeah, I like it, but I wouldn't like turn it on in yeah. the car. Yeah, I turn this album on in the car. Yeah, and, yeah. By the way, like, I will, I will come back to this. I enjoyed it, but um, comparing it to our my week one pick, I like, mean, probably not as much. Okay, I mean, yeah, um, folks, plug your lane. But yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's it. Mm-hmm. Obviously. I liked it more, but this isn't like a competition, so... Um, <laughs> we have to fight to the death now. I guess. I, thanks for listening in, guys. Um, um, next, wanna... Yeah, next week, we're going to be covering a new release. Um, it's my my turn to pick. We're going to be covering uh, Beach Bunny's new EP, Blame Game. I'm super excited for it. Leading, sing- uh, leading single off of it, Good Girls Don't Get Used. I enjoyed very much, so I'm looking forward to the EP. Uh, So we'll be covering that next Friday. All right. Well, thank you for listening in, guys, and we'll see you next week.